Blog Talk Radio. This year, the Queen Quet, chiefest of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that 100 children are tuning in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, where we the key upliftment to the living legacy and to pay ancestral homage. We're so glad if I had it, just show one more again, sponsored by the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. Have 101 know who we be, Gwine Yona to Gullah Geechee. Dot N-E-T. If I don't want to know who we be, go on your honor to gullagichi.net. We're so glad for all the hunter children were tuning in right here, and red of us will come out and join we to all these your program and think what going on, whether in the islands or in the city. So we're so glad that the hunter children are there with we. And so this your time, we won't dedicate this your program to the late Deacon Willie Robinson, who been 106 years old, then my cousin and thing like that from St. Helena. It just crossed over into the realm of the ancestors. So let me take a moment of silence for this young man who even been one of the Pullman car porters, who been a whole up his family, a whole up we cultural legacy, all the way till it done run on and it quite see what this year is done to be. Ashe, Ashe. I see. I'm so glad for Dia. 
upon this Yeshua one more again. We've been very, very busy throughout the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month. We're so glad that our hundred children come out to the various events we've had throughout the month, starting with the Gullah Geechee Gala, which closed out the Moja Celebration, going on through till we've had the Gullah Geechee Seafood Fest, and then rather watch those who open up this year month with we last week, right there to the Gullah Geechee Heritage Celebration at Georgia Southern University in Statesboro. I can tell you right now, them children did them up, yeah. They did them up. They did one bless-up job. They're very professional. Everything else right there at Georgia Southern University. We want to say thank you, thank you to all the sponsors of the event and things like that. We want to give a special shout-out to we Sister Brown, Takesha Brown, the brother Kia Sean, the brother Maurice Nelson. Thank you, thank you to all the hundred children. They did bless-up they did a great job welcoming Weaver Red and what's had everything in place before we get there. So the other rest of turn, Yeti, who we be? We be Gullah Geechee United people. So we're so glad it's for Yeti to say all the Honor Chillin' Vita. Yeti, this is your broadcast all around the world to the point where we done had over 100,000 listeners. Thank you, thank you to all the Honor Chillin'. We done had over a third of a million views of Gullah Geechee TV. So thank you, thank you to all the Honor Chillin'. What a stick with we and a take this year true authentically Gullah journey. So we're so glad that the hunter chilling the Yeti we will be crack with teeth for who we be and things like that. And that hunter can understand what we going forward the way we want to do. For we chiller. For we ancestors. For we when this your moment your turn. Well, thank you, thank you to all the partners with the Alchona. And plenty of them been there with we at the Carolinas Resilience, the the Climate Resilience Conference will be had up in Columbia. That thing will get rescheduled because of that storm and thing like that. And now I want to crack my teeth out this evening because plenty of honor telling any of us know what is going on down your tall talk. So let me just talk this way so that my listeners around the world can understand all of what we're talking about. It has been an extraordinarily busy year, but especially during Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month because we're still in the midst of hurricane recovery while we were also then dealing with the annual celebration and then still focused on whether or not we might potentially get some more tropical activity. Well, we were blessed because now we are winding down out of the annual hurricane season, which now takes up the majority of the year because it starts in May and concludes now around the end of November, around Thanksgiving time. And so we truly have a lot to give thanks for because in spite of the predictions, in spite of the way the news made some things seem in some areas, they weren't necessarily as bad as they may have looked. But then there are other areas where things have not recovered, and they haven't covered that. So they've made you all think that because the Weather Channel is not hyping something up at the moment, that all is just well and everything is just fine and nobody needs anything. Well, that's why I wanted to make sure that I did this broadcast because this time of year I know that we tend to start to think more about the Holy Day season and shopping, and we don't stop to think about contributing to too many things until someone puts that sad dog or cat on TV or the child with the flies on them, and then it might, might prick your consciousness for a moment and you might have a momentary lapse and go make a donation. Well, let me let me let you know. There are still people we found out due to the broadcast about 
Hurricane Florence, and then right behind it, Hurricane Michael that became Tropical Storm Michael by the time it reached the Gullah Geechee Nation, fortunately, that there were still people that had been displaced due to Hurricane Matthew several years back that really hit us here on St. Helena. And many of you will recall the videos, and if you didn't see them, just go to YouTube and type in Hurricane Matthew, St. Helena Island, or Queen Quet Hurricane Matthew, and or Gullah Geechee at Hurricane Matthew, and you'll see some of the aftermath of that and what took place here when they were predicting that Cat 5 storm and we were fortunate because it lowered in categories before it reached the coast. And in addition, it reached us during low tide. So it was not a high tide or a king tide where water was already up to then have a storm surge hit it and bring it on. So we have truly been blessed because we dealt with that. We dealt with Hurricane Irma. We've now dealt with this recent set, Hurricane Florence and Hurricane slash Tropical Storm Michael, that have all come this way. We've, before that, we've had Sandy and David and Floyd and Hugo and all of these others that go all the way back to the 1800s before they started naming them. And so more often than not, people tend to figure that because you're a community that goes ahead and rebuilds on your own or goes ahead and sustains, repairs, and maintains on your own, because nobody's covering you in the mainstream news that, oh, okay, they're good, so I ain't got to contribute to nothing. Well, no, because after a storm, there's still a lot of things that you might have to deal with for months and years to come. I'm dealing with a leak that we didn't find out was still there until yesterday when we had a heavy downpour again. We dealt with some repairs of a roof right after these last couple of storms, but now because of the wind and everything else from the the subsequent ones, it must have pulled back some more pieces of things from the roof, and now we have this that is leaking again. We also are dealing with sand shifting, and because of that, that will shift your boards, your foundations, your all of these things and where you feel that something is completed and it's solid and you don't have anything to worry about, here comes a rainy day and here's drip drip into the building. So there's a number of things that we still are faced with throughout this coast. Everything from people still figuring out that they need roof repairs that may not be accessible. It's very expensive to do roof repairs so people patch things and then just pray to God that that patch holds up for many, many years. And then you have situations where I was met by a woman from North Carolina who was a commissioner in North Carolina that came to our session in Columbia that talked about, well, what can she do because her house was floated off the foundation many years ago. And she was homeless ever since, even though she's a commissioner. She needs help to understand what can she do to try to get back to at least the land where her home was. But it's in an area of North Carolina that's been flooding so consistently, it appears that they are not going to permit her to rebuild there. So she never gave me all the specificity that I would need 
to be able to try to even point her in the right direction for resources. It was almost as if she was afraid to discuss her story. She wanted help, but at the same time wasn't giving you A, B, C, D, these are the issues, as much as it was just this kind of whispered, this is what they said to me, and this is what I can't do. And I've been, I said, so where do you live? And I was like, well, I've been homeless, you know. So, and I get that because if this was literally your house and you can't live in it anymore and you don't have a home, you're homeless. But now you have to be staying somewhere. And I never could get a clear understanding from her of her complete story. And herein lies the problem. If we do not have people in our community working together cohesively that can articulate in full detail to the right places where resources are located, the types of resources that are needed to be brought in and where they should be brought to and when and what time frame, truly legitimately having a rebuilding plan, having an assessment ability, then we miss out because the person who could stand right in front of you might have just what you need. But if you don't fully articulate what it is or they can't be clear on what you're asking, they can't provide for that need and they can't fulfill that need. So at most they sound like someone in the Bible that just wish you well even though you're hungry or need a coat and wish you they'll pray for you where they got two coats on. They could have taken one off and given it to you, but they weren't clear on were you saying you really need a coat or not. And so that's something that is critical in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And why I was elected? Because my people felt that I had the ability to articulate our needs across the world and to translate what other agencies, what other governments, what other institutions, what other resource providers might be saying to us, but might say that's a very convoluted language that someone may need a legal team to decipher, okay? And so we need to know that in a situation like this that we go through every year, preparation before the hurricane, batting down the hatches during the hurricane season. Ooh, relief when it's over. Relief is not just... Thank you, Lord. We're glad we made it through. Relief is now bringing in the resources to the right people in the right places, making sure that they get used properly. So we've been blessed because all of you who supported not only the GoFundMe campaigns that we have for Gullah Geechee Storm Rebuilding, but also those who supported tremendously the Act Blue campaign that the Sierra Club as a partner set up for us has allowed us to distribute things via the Gullah Geechee Angel Network and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition to various coastal communities. We started off with folks that were in the St. Helena and Charleston areas with preparedness kits. We now have made our way up the coast into Georgetown to Sandy Island in particular and distributed kits there, and then they requested um, their preparedness date. We already have their preparedness workshop date established for the Charleston area. And then tomorrow, well, Wednesday evening, I'm not doing a full preparedness workshop, but Wednesday evening of this week, I'll be on St. Helena for the Concerned Citizens of St. Helena's meeting. I was there two months ago. I actually presented briefly on zoning and land use, and we're going to continue that discussion Wednesday evening. 530 at the St. Helena Branch Library. So after that meeting, 
will plan for the 2019 prior to the storm season, most likely in April, when we'll actually have a preparedness for workshop there at St. Helena as well. But I will discuss some of these little things to them with them on Wednesday evening. So you're welcome to come out, especially if you're from St. Helena. The Concerned Citizens of St. Helena is an organized group that you should be a part of. And so they are still protesting against Penn Center. They have not called off the boycott of Penn Center. So if you're wondering about Heritage Day that begins this week, whether or not you should go or you shouldn't go, if you support the boycott due to the fact that the executive director was terminated, but there are still board members who are not being transparent and working directly with the community, and they were part of the issue of hiring the person who has now been terminated, um, then if you support that, the community should get fully what they marched for, what they petitioned for, what they've had meeting after meeting with this group about, then you would not attend the Heritage Days this week um, and just skip a year because, God willing, for next year, this won't be going on. God willing, things will get resolved, but get resolved in a way that is respectful to the Gullah Geechee people of St. Helena Island who have been the ones who literally built Penn School. They literally built the buildings and we literally were the students there. There are students that came from other places, other islands, Hilton Head, people we found out that have come from Aiken and were boarded there, but it was not the same numbers. And this institution has been on this island all through these hurricanes, and who you think restored those buildings every time? Natives of St. Helena. Some volunteers came in. The Salkahatchee group comes still every year. There's been groups the Gullah Geechee Sea Islanders Coalition has brought in over the years, but have not done the kind of work that I witnessed as a child growing up that were done by the men and women just from this island. So don't let nobody fool you about how much, oh, we love the institution. This is not about who loves the institution more. This is about honesty, respect, and transparency. And so if you disrespect the Gullah Geechee community, how can you stay here in the middle of it? Okay, so that is the issue. So really hold on to that, overstand that. People have been asking about it. You know, people have been an assumption that I'm going to be there. I'm not going to be there. I don't know exactly what makes a lot of people think that I'm going to actually be there. I've been getting emails. Our office has been getting emails saying, I'm going to see you there. You're not going to see me there. Okay, so I don't know why people just assume it. If you don't see it posted at queenquet.com, you don't see us tweet it at Gullah Geechee, you don't see it posted on Gullah Geechee Nation, don't assume I'm going to be somewhere because it's highly likely I'm not because then you get there under your assumption and then you get mad at the people that are there looking for me because they, they're like, I, we don't know where she at. She could be in another side of the world, which is true. They don't keep my calendar. So please let me be very clear. If you think you're coming to St. Helena to support Heritage, then go on and do that. But don't think you're coming to Heritage to support me because that's not the case, okay? So if you want to support me, <laughs> you come to the events I've been doing all year right now. The the focal point is assessing the coastline and getting to the communities before I go on our annual break in December 
which does not end until the beginning of February. And so, therefore, I am on the ground, literally. I'm out in the creeks, literally, the remainder of this entire month assessing that what has happened, the impacts of these things have happened to and on our coast. And we're still trying to work with various partners within our Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank on a number of water quality issues, including what potentially is in the water right now. If you watch our Gwine Back to Sandy Island episode of Gullah Geechee TV that became live today for you to view on YouTube, as well as Gullah Geechee.tv, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. Dot .tv Geechee does not have an i in it if it a we ain't no i in Geechee G E E C H E E so gullagichi.tv if you're on Twitter at gullagichi you following us you'll notice that we already tweeted it out today if you follow my LinkedIn page you see these things and that's another way to always keep up with where I'm going to be is if you see it on gullagichination.com you see it on LinkedIn you see us tweet that I'm going to be there then that means I'm going to be somewhere presenting. Otherwise, don't assume, because there are a lot of things out here being labeled Gullah Geechee, or you assume it's Gullah Geechee. You just assume I ought to be there. There's a whole lot of politics going on. And so people don't invite me to these events, and I have a lot of things on my schedule and a lot of invitations, so I tend to try to go ahead to the ones where I'm invited. And so in this case, with the assessment of the coast, nobody has to invite me because that's my job, so that I can see what's going on with me people and things like that. They read what's going on in Asia Water. Yeah. And so I was very pleased that the trip over to Sandy Island was slow because it gave me an opportunity to really look deeply into those waters and see if I saw debris or anything like that. I was glad I did not see a bunch of that, like what we ended up with around St. Helena, because all those private docks got busted up and broken up, and the owners didn't take responsibility for removing that stuff from the water. And so it was good to see that that was not the case, heading up to Waccamaw, heading on to Sandy Island. What was not pleasing was the fact that we found out the island did flood. And so the Pyatt General Store, that's right at the dock, that if you travel even in your own private boat, that's one of the places you could stop along the way if you wanted to get a little something to eat or you wanted to shop for some souvenirs or anything, you could stop at that store. Well, the store's floor is totally damaged, so the floor has to get replaced. And so they were very happy that we were able to come over and loan support to the community fish fry which is there to raise money for the barge that's needed. And, of course, the barge would help because that is what brings over the heavy equipment they need and also things like this, wood supplies and other things that have to rebuild or build. And so the plus is that I see that a lot more of the family members are coming back to the island. They're coming back to not only support these efforts, but they're coming back to stay. And so one of the things that we've been talking about and we're going to be working on and we'll have another Sandy Island Community Day in April, the beginning of April, is how do we work together on these issues? How do we help to get people more cognizant and conscious of coming out of economically supporting the Gullah Geechee Nation 
throughout the entire year. And so that this way people don't have to do these GoFundMe campaigns. You know, it's just like the pastor our church says, if people pay their tithes and offering, you ain't got to have no fish fries and no chicken dinners being sold around the church. So I know that, you know, a lot of people have used that method, and it has benefited us well in the black community and the black Christian community. But if people just followed the actual way of supporting each other, we wouldn't need to have to get something in exchange. So in other words, where you know the need is there, and if this is part of the rule and regulation of what you believe in, such as tithes and offering, you would just give it. Nobody have to prime you like a pump to have you give it. And then once you have that in the storehouse, there is meat in my house. That means there are the resources that are needed so that when you have to dip in there, there's something to pull out. That's the reason that my mother and I preserve food during the summertime. You put it in a jar while it's in the field because this time of year it ain't growing in the field. But if we needed it, we could still just go out there and get it. And it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And so it's very important that, you know, we provide you with these updates because we appreciate all of you who don't wait until a storm or something tragic happens and then someone is posting something to do crowdfunding that you simply want to give, whether you can give financially, whether you give through expertise, whether you go ahead and say, well, we heard that you all need this device, and we have these, so we want to donate them to you. Everything from working with Earth Echo for the water monitoring kits to having folks that are members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition say, well, I have a computer. It's not the brand-new one, but if you all can do something with this computer to help digitize the archive, I want to donate it to you. So everything counts. All of it counts. But there are some things that you just got to use money for. So we appreciate everybody that comes out to events that supports Gullah Geechee businesses that are open and operating, that goes online even to Gullah biz and purchases things and then says, well, great, we want to buy it from there because we know we're getting it from the people in the community and that this really comes from y'all is not somebody else trying to sell package and sell Gullah Geechee to us, but that we know we're helping directly with the community. And we especially appreciate all the members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and our supporters worldwide, because had you not been there with us for these 21 years, a lot of the things that I'm talking about that are going on now would not have happened. We would not have a Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank. We would not have the ability to go up and down the coast and assess what the needs are. We would not be at the point of working with the United Nations on sustainable development goals. None of this would have happened had you not been members that provided expertise, funding, and various other things. So we say thank you, thank you to all of you chilling what I do this year. And so I am about to prepare to do the last leg of the U.N. journey, and we'll talk more about that later in the month. But we want you to know that this month, even though you already missed the community fish fry on Sandy Island, you still have another opportunity to support the Gullah Geechee family because on Saturday, November the 24th, Geechee Kunda will have its annual sugar cane fest. Okay, this is the sugar cane harvest time. I usually like to get the sugar cane juice as well as the real sugar cane, of course. So make sure that you go ahead on and plan to be in Riceboro 
on November the 24th. Now, this week is also the Rice Festival in Riceboro. So this Friday and Saturday, if you're going to be out there in Riceboro, Georgia, you can participate in the Rice Festival that's happening. But especially the family's going to gather that day, two days after Thanksgiving on the 24th. They're going to have it. I know they used to have it on the Friday, but I think because of all the Black Friday shopping, they realize it might be better off to do it on the Saturday. So they're going to have the Geechee Kunda Sugar Cane Harvest Fest on Saturday the 24th. So we'll talk more about that as the date gets closer too, but we wanted to definitely let you know what going on and then we want to know what Honagwai do. So we hope that Honagwai come true and then that Honagwai come right here to We Coast Line, to We Islands Fun to See and support Gully Geechee family and who we be. So this year the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gully Geechee Nation. So glad he hunted to take the time for tuning in one more again to Gully Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Just wanted to give you this lead update from We Coast and we got plenty more we're coming to. So thank you, thank you, chillin' for all honor to do. God bless you. This year the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gully Geechee Nation. Take them easier. Thank you for tuning in to Gully Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.